This segment of the Cliff Notes Podcast is sponsored by the Maryville Forum Sports Section. The Maryville Forum provides coverage of the Maryville, Platte Valley, Nottaway Valley, Worth County, and Northwest Missouri State football teams each week in print and digital. The Forum is proud to cover all sports for Maryville, Platte Valley, North Nottaway, Northeast Nottaway, Nottaway Valley High Schools, and Northwest Missouri State University. A year-long subscription to the Forum is only $35. Go to MaryvilleForum.com to get yours today. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We have a smorgasbord of activities this weekend for Northwest Missouri State. To discuss them all, i got to bring on my guy. He is the sports editor of the Maryville Forum. John Dykstra is with us. John, how are you? I'm doing pretty well, just gearing up for this weekend, just like you, Clifton. Absolutely. I know we've both got a a busy weekend um, full of activities this weekend. Um, We're going to go into all kinds of discussion about football and basketball. Let's talk. Let's start with football. Um, Last weekend, Northwest um, wrapped up at least a share of the MIAA championship with a 49-7 win over Missouri Southern on Saturday. Um, John, just um, give us your thoughts on the performance of the football team in Joplin. Yeah, uh, defense led the way as, as usual, a couple defensive touchdowns. Um, I know a, a little bit less in the passing game. Mike Owensy still had a, a strong game, but had a couple picks. Um, Al McKellar is Al McKellar, and I'm pretty sure anybody who was on Twitter saw him truck stick a guy right before the goal line on a touchdown. So uh, Bearcats continue to kind of click on all cylinders. Uh, Three straight blowout wins since since that uh, Washburn game. So uh, they're looking good right now. They're looking healthy and uh, just kind of looking forward to – to Emporia State this weekend, and uh, and then the playoffs after that. Absolutely, a uh, Bearcat uh, football or number four in the regional rankings this week in the final in the final regional ranking poll. Uh, John, uh, this weekend, uh, final game of the regular season, Bearcat Stadium. Um, have an opportunity to wrap up the MIAA outright with a victory against Emporia State on Saturday. Um, John, just your thoughts on uh, this matchup between the Bearcats and the Hornets? Yeah, uh, the Hornets obviously bring in a uh, a pretty prolific passing game. Um, they've they've kind of always done that under Garen Higgins, a coach. Um, he's they've it's started all year with Braden Gleason, quarterback too. He's he's a good player. Um, Bearcats, I, th- I think they should be fairly confident going into this game and. And but it is going to help them in uh, regional rankings. You kind of just mentioned that they're number four in the regional rankings right now. They are also number four nationally in the coaches poll. Uh, it's a very loaded, um, very loaded uh, region. Uh, four of the top seven teams in the coaches poll are in Super Region Three with Harding, Grand Valley, Northwest, and then number one team in the country, Ferris State. So um, Ferris is going to be that one seed uh, pretty much without a doubt. And it'll be interesting to see how two, three, four shake out. Right now, Bearcats are on the bottom of that. Um, But Emporia has a better record than anybody that the other two are playing. So Northwest will make up ground. It'll just determine how much ground they make up versus – 
what the other two teams have with Harding and uh, and uh, Grand Valley State. So it'll be interesting to kind of scoreboard watch this weekend and see see how the Bearcats shake out and what kind of seed they can get. Uh, with the win over Emporia, though, they would guarantee a home game that first that first playoff weekend. So uh, that's first and foremost is get that win over over Emporia. But um, scoreboard watching will be kind of fun on Saturday as well. Absolutely, definitely. Uh, Lended Wood, uh, Wachita, Bap- uh, Wachita Baptist, uh, Brass Party. Uh, there's just a handful of teams there that are in the and the handful. Of yeah, that. That bottom half of it's interesting too. I skipped over because we were talking Northwest, but um, for uh, for Nebraska Kearney getting into the playoffs, it will be very, very tight and close. Uh, Lindenwood's probably going to be that five seed. Um, Henderson, if they win, will be the six or the five. And then that seventh seed, um, Watchtop Baptist plays Henderson State. So if that could really shake things up. And do you put both the GAC teams in if Wachita wins? Um, and then if they both get in, Carney's on the outside looking in. Um, Southeastern Oklahoma is also up there. So lots to watch if you're an MI, just a general MIAA fan and trying to get trying to get Clifton's boy TJ Davis into the playoffs here. So uh so yeah, the region as a whole. Other than that number one seed with uh, with Ferris State, there's a lot up for grabs in this region. Absolutely, I even read, I even read, you know, Washburn with with a couple of things that can happen could possibly sneak into the playoffs. Remember, they own a victory over Northwest, so it's very possible they could sneak in, but they need some help. Nobody- Washburn, Washburn kind of needs Northwest to lose. If Northwest would lose, then they would. Uh, it would really help their case because then they'd be even and you could argue that they should get in over Northwest. Um, other than that, then they need some chaos in the GAC, um, which is possible, but um, they, they would need a lot of help, I think. Absolutely. I'll be bringing my score sheet. Of, I don't know if Brandon hey. Meisner from D2Football.com is going to be in the house in Maryville on Saturday. Might, might have his um, – scoreboard watch too so it's gonna be fun definitely watching how that region shakes out so um that's it for football let's talk about men's basketball now northwest the number one team in the nation in men's basketball the defending division two national champion kicked off their season this past weekend at st joe i know you and i took in a lot of basketball this weekend there um picked up some wins over some top 25 competition in northern state and seattle pacific this past weekend, um, John, just your thoughts on uh, Bearcat basketball over this weekend in St. Joe. Well, that's to the point we are with uh, this this Bearcat basketball team is we they picked up two fairly comfortable wins over top 25 teams. And the questions in the postgame press conference were all, what's wrong with the Bearcats? What's, uh, what's going on with that offense? They, uh, they, they didn't put up the, the dazzling offensive stats that they have and in previous years, but um, played great defense and uh, and kind of grinded out two good wins. So it's definitely a good weekend for the Bearcats. Um, Like coach Ben McCollum told us afterwards, um, he knows he has good offensive players on this team. That offense will be just fine. 
when you've got Trevor Hudgens, Diego Bernard, those guys, you're going to, you're going to have a good offense. So um, it was kind of nice to see them be able to uh, just play that tough defense and, and grind out a couple wins. So uh, yeah, coming, come in against Northern state and Seattle Pacific or look like two good teams and, uh, and two quality wins for sure for the Bearcats to, to start off the year, keep their winning streak rolling and, uh, and get, especially that Northern state win is a big regional win. Um, I know when we get down to it at the end here, um, we'll, we'll have to talk about region and comparing scores to see who's, who's the one seed, just like we're talking football for basketball and, uh, and having that region win is going to be big for the Bearcats. So, uh, Trevor Hudgens did Trevor Hudgens things, had 20-plus points in both games. West Dreamer had a 20-point game and then a double-double in the next game. Diego filled up the stat sheet like Diego Bernard does. And the Bearcats got a couple wins, so it's it's good to see. They're, they're kind of still figuring it out. Um, Bearcat fans have been following uh, Ryan Hawkins, had a huge game for Creighton the other day. So uh, they certainly miss – miss Ryan up there, but, um, I think they're going to be just fine this year. And I am filling those, filling those holes with some other guys, Daniel Bray, you got that start in that open spot in the lineup, but Byron Alexander and Isaiah Jackson played a lot too. So they can go big or small. Um, they've just got lots of options. And, uh, and once that offense gets rolling with the defense they've got playing right now, um, they're, they're a pretty formidable team and, uh, that's no, no surprise to anybody. Well, John, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about women's basketball. Uh, Austin Myers got his team. Um, they opened up the season this week. But um, first of all, on last Saturday, um, they opened up their official like campaign um, with an exhibition win against William Woods at Bearcat Arena. Um, 70 to 35 is the final score there. Um, John, just um, your thoughts on um, how the Bearcat women looked at exhibition? Yeah, they uh they they were pretty happy with uh how they went out there and played. Uh I know we got to talk to Emma Atwood and uh and Jana Green and uh and Austin of course at uh luncheon this past week and they were pretty happy with it. Um obviously anytime you can double up an opponent 70 to 35, it's a it's a nice little win. Played a lot of people. Uh Julian Fleming's one he talked about. Uh, she had 17 points, three of four from three. Um, just a really good game for her. And, of course, Molly Hartnett, Hartnett coming off of a, uh, a freshman of the year campaign last year. She had 13 points as well. Um, just like the men, he, Austin talked up their defense, though. They've got, they've got some good defenders out there. Um, Emma Atwood coming back from their ACL injury last year, Peyton Rao. The same thing. They had three ACLs on that team that that had to come back from. So now uh, getting all those guys back in the lineup is a big deal, and uh, and they've they've shown some good things. Uh, another another player, uh, Walkie, won the state championship last year in uh, in Iowa, and uh, uh, Coach uh, Meyer brought in a couple a. Pair of twins actually from that game 
And uh, Peyton Kelderman, a freshman, got the start and was three of four from three for nine points. Um, nice little debut for her. And he he sang her praises on Tuesday as a knockdown shooter. So they he he seems to like his mix with the uh, offense and defense they have on this team. And uh, getting Peyton Rao back in the middle is a big, big deal for them, too. Um, they didn't really have that size last year with her out. So having her and Jada Green as their two posts is a is a big deal. And uh, between Jada Green and Emma Atwood, they can they can guard about anybody out there. So it's uh, he's got a lot of depth and they're going to have to figure out that lineup. But it's a good problem to have in the early going. And uh, and it will be interesting to see how that team develops. Well, um, John, I want to get your thoughts here real quick. Uh, Bearcat women, women, they open up their their official regular season uh, Friday and Saturday. They got a pair of games uh, at Bearcat Arena on, um, yes, yeah, Friday and Saturday. Um, first of all, on Friday, they got Southwest Minnesota State. And then um, Saturday, they got uh, Minnesota Crookston at the at Bearcat Arena. Um, just your thoughts on um, them opening up their season this weekend against a couple, against a pair of, against a pair of opponents. Well, like I mentioned before with regionals and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure the women's region lines up the same way, but um, we haven't had to had to think about that in a couple of years with uh, Northwest women just trying to get on their on their own standing and uh, do well in the MIAA. But both those are region opponents. Both those are Northern Sun teams. Um, Carney will be there, obviously, too, playing games. Um, in Bearcat Arena, and Carney won the MIAA last year. So it's going to be a lot of good teams in, uh, in Bearcat Arena on Friday and Saturday. And I know it's a busy sports weekend, but but uh, Saturday night, I know I'm going to try to get there for uh, for the game with Crookston. And uh, it'll be I, – I think there's a lot of intrigue about this Northwest Missouri State women's team. And uh, it'll be interesting to see – how they do. So I'd encourage anybody to head on up there and, and see some good basketball with those two Northern Sun teams and the uh, two MIAA teams kind of squaring off and, and playing some important regional games in the early going of the year that could come back and, and say a lot about both conferences when we get to uh, selection Sunday for the, uh, for the uh, women's bracket as well. So, uh, John, just like you said, a lot of lot of busy, a lot of busy times here for Bearcat um, sports. Um, where can they keep up with you? Where can they keep up with your work? Um, we're always it's always MaryvilleForum.com. Uh, you can find about anything there. Um, all the sports at at SportsMDF is Twitter um, for the Maryville Forum sports account. Follow us on Facebook, too, if you want to, at uh, Maryville Forum Sports. But we try to be all over. Instagram, too, Forum Sports. So um, we try to be all over. And especially this time of year, like you said, Clifton, high school football is coming down to the wire. I was at State Cross Country a couple weeks ago. We'll have state soccer coming up. It's just it's all kind of coming at once. So it's a fun time of year. That's for sure, Clifton. Absolutely. Uh, but very can't be very hectic, but it's going to be very fun also. So um, we all got a lot of work for in store for the next couple of weeks. So, uh, John, 
thank you so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure to have you on, coming on, talking about Bearcat sports. I know you do a great job covering Spoon Pounds and all the other high schools around. Bearcat soccer's got games this week, got, got a game this weekend. So um, a lot of great things you're doing there for him. Thank you so much for coming on, and um, good luck to you in your coverage this weekend. Thanks for having me, Clifton. It's good to talk to you.